The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Welcome to episode 600. You know, I remember when 100 and 500 were big milestones. Oh, yes. (laughs) Of the Sonic Society, the world's greatest showcase of modern audio theater. I'm Jack Ward, and here this morning with the ever-versatile David Alt. Good morning, everyone. Ah, (laughs) Versatile, Jack. Well, Mm. David, you certainly play every possible role from (laughs) baddie to the most pure. My angel, Sandrin, comes to mind. Yes, true. Whether you're awake or not in the morning. (laughs) You've had quite an illustrious career from the very left brain studies of astronomy and physics to the very right brain work of dramatic endeavors. Mm, And that's what puts me into the mind of today's show, Varial. While the name sounds like a variety of things, it really is a fantasy-oriented tale from J. Lee Entertainment. And we have also... So the first two episodes as our double feature, Welcome to Varial and The Council. And afterwards, we'll update you all on the Mutual Audio Network doings. And all that begins right here on the Sonic Society. Earth. It's the only world with life on it that we know of. The truth is that multiple worlds and universes exist. These worlds have many things, many creatures, many types of technology, and many types of magic. Earth is just one of the more unfortunate worlds. They're so progressed with technology, but uh, are they lacking in magic? There are those chosen few on Earth who do have some magic. Now, most of us do know who they are. They've created iconic books, built worlds many of us love today, created characters, music, and art. Among the more well-known magic users are the good St. Nicholas, Walt Disney, and of course, Julie Andrews. But because Earth has so little magic to speak of, the portals really don't go there a lot. What are the portals? Uh, Of course you don't know. Well, that's a way to travel between the worlds. Every world has portals that open and close. Now, a world with more magic can control their own portals. A world with less magic can't. Every so often, a world opens a portal on Earth, and sometimes a really lucky human being finds it. Now, the world of Varial is one that's heavy with magic. For a while, the residents of Varial took a particular interest in Earth. They felt like the human beings of Earth would make a good addition to their world. So many portals began to open and close in hopes of populating Varial with the humans. In fact, every human in Varial can trace their ancestry back to a human from Earth. All of that changed when David Cassetta arrived on Varial. One single human created a new type of magic and ripped apart the fabric of time, changing Varial and how humans travel to Varial forever. But right now, we're going to go back in time on Earth to 1893, where an American named Jeannie McClellan was visiting London. Little did Jeannie know that a wrong turn onto a side street would change everything. You know, maybe it wasn't a wrong turn at all. You see, something kind of pushed Jeannie towards the side street and into a back alleyway that didn't actually exist. 
Some here in Varial say a powerful wizard knew and gave her a little nudge. Others think it might have just been fate. Regardless, Jeannie found herself face to face with a portal. Now she could have run away in fear, claiming all sorts of superstitious reasoning. But curiosity got the best of her and she stepped through. The woman found herself in the island of Bury Clines, just outside of Bury Port. Guess we'd better go join her. See, Maeve? I told you a portal open. And here's someone new. Kyle, wait! Don't run so fast! You're too... Jumping sharks! A portal opened! Yes, yes. That's what I was trying to tell you. What? She has blue skin. Oh, Lord above, she has the pox! You stay away from me. No, wait. Don't run. It's just my wife, Mavis. She's not human. That's all. Not human. No, not human. Are you both drunk? I am dreaming. I must be dreaming. I need to simply wake up. Let's see, how do I wake myself? Uh, yes, a pinch. Wake up, genie. Ah, ow! I've heard of people do worse than a pinch to wake up. One fellow slapped his head with a rock. What? Never mind. The bottom line is, you aren't on Earth anymore. Did you see some sort of light? Funny-looking circle with different pretty colors? (laughs) Yes, as a matter of fact, I did. It was a portal, and you stepped through it. I stepped near it. I don't know if I went through it. She went through it. Yep. Can't one of you please tell me where I am? Brewery Kleins. Just down the hill there is Brewery Port. (sighs) You're in Varial, Miss... Uh... Jeannie McLellan from America. Pleased to meet you. I'm Kyle Gerhard, and this is my wife, Mavis the Sharkcatcher. She's an orc. A what? An orc. I don't understand. <laughs> I think we can help you, Miss Jeannie. You're not the first person to come to Varial and be confused. You won't be the last. Uh, you, you stepped through an earth portal to Varial, and now you're here. A good thing, too. We haven't had a portal open from Earth in six sun turns. The last fellow almost died of shock. You're in another world, Miss Jeannie. A world full of things you've never seen. Like me. No, I have never seen a large woman with blue skin and blue hair. Exactly. I bet you've never seen a fairy, either. A fairy? (laughs) There's no such thing as fairies. (laughs) Oh, oh boy, is she in for a surprise. Miss Jeannie, if you want to walk with us to Brewery Port, we can help you. Anyone who travels needs to go to Ordria and see Kira, or one of her advisors. The elves are better at helping people 
get adjusted. Magic or some sort, I think. Elves? Magic? This is absurd. You're speaking fairy tales. If I am not dreaming, I am... Something has happened, yes. Yes, that's it. Someone has robbed me and they've knocked me out and I haven't woken up yet. Soon I will and I will wake up in a hospital and all will be well. You wish. <laughs> Very well, figment of my imagination. I'll go with you. I... er... that's not... Just go with it, Kyle. She'll learn. So Jeannie joined Kyle and Mavis on the walk to Brewport. It's a bustling seaside city full of both orcs and humans. Now, since Jeannie thought she was having some sort of fantastic hallucination, the sight of large humans with green and blue skin and hair didn't actually bother her like it should have. Unfortunately, Jeannie realized very quickly that things were not what she hoped. Ouch! Are you alright? I've cut myself. Oh dear, I'm bleeding. Hmm. I might have a bandage in my bag here. I I'm bleeding, but... I can't bleed and hurt if I'm in a hospital, can I? This all feels, smells, looks so real. And now I've hurt myself, but it's not real, is it? It, it can't be? Can it? I mean, I there's no way. It's... There she goes. Yep. I was waiting for it. Every time a traveler comes through the portal, they say their heads break. I... I... I don't know what's... And she fainted. Kyle! Help the poor woman up and help me get her to the physician. Oh dear. Well, both Kyle and Mavis were nice enough to carry poor Jeannie to the nearest physician's office at the port. While they carried her, she continued to wake up and babble strange things. The poor woman's head was overwhelmed with the shock of stepping into another world. Then again, yours probably would be too. Fortunately, everybody in Varial knew this just happens. After all, Varial has a lot of portals to a lot of different worlds. So the physician went right to work, using a bit of magic to help calm Jeannie's mind. Oh, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. You didn't know, never mind. So medicine and magic actually go hand in hand here in Varial. A physician uses both. Uh, that should do it. All right, Miss Jeannie, you should feel much better now. Hmm? <laughs> you, you'll come to in a moment. That magic always takes some time to work. What did you do exactly? Uh, first I patched up her cut and the bump on her head. Then I used a spell to calm her mind. She'll be a little more open to understanding what Varial is now. We need to get her on a ship so she can go to Ordria. She'll get lost on the ship, let alone Ordria. Maybe she's found some friends that can escort her and help her find her way to Zloras. Us? You mean me and Maeve? Yes, Kyle, us. 
If you'd stop to think on it, you'd realize she has no one here, and we're the only ones who can help her navigate. I can hear you. Why not simply ask me? Ah, you are fully awake. Welcome back, Miss Jeannie. Now then, can you tell me where you are? I think Mavis called it Brewery Kleins. Correct. And you are aware you aren't on Earth any longer? Yes. And how does that feel? I feel strange. I'm at peace with the idea of it, but I am scared too. All very normal, Miss Jeannie. Now, about that escort. Would you like these two to escort you to Ordria? Yes, if they won't mind. <laughs> we don't mind. As long as you don't mind a couple of fishmongers taking you to the fancy city. Fancy city? Zaloras, the capital of Ordria. All of Varial's rulers congregate in Zaloras. It's the elves who are best at getting people adjusted. Lady Kira and her advisors have been helping travelers for ages now. These two will help explain your situation and get you a proper audience with someone. What happens after that? We don't know. None of us have ever met a traveler after they went to Ordria. I haven't done anything wrong, have I? No one's going to punish me for this, are they? <laughs> no, no, no. Traveling is legal and expected here. It's just a different world, Miss Jeannie. <laughs> All right, Miss Jeannie. I think you're in good hands with these two. I'll send you off with some herbs to take for headaches. Common side effects of the spell. Good luck in Ordria. So Jeannie, Kyle, and Mavis left the physician's office and purchased passage on a ship to Ordria. It was a two-day-long journey to Bury Klein's eastern neighbor. Jeannie stepped off the ship into a land very different than the islands of Bury Klein's. Ordria is covered in tall evergreens, weeping willows, strong oaks, and pretty much every gorgeous tree you can imagine. The moment she stepped off the boat in Ordria, Jeannie met an elf. Now, I'd like to tell you that it was some kind of grand affair, but thanks to the physician's spell, Jeannie simply shook his hand and pondered his pointed ears. Ordria was different to Jeannie, even different than Bury Klein's. It was so much brighter and so much more vivid than anything she'd ever seen. Now, what Jeannie didn't know is she could feel the magic of Ordria, because the magic inside of Jeannie was starting to wake up. Wow. So this is Zalora's castle. All of this is just a castle? It looks like a gated city. This is just the castle. Zalora's city is just south of here. All of the business of Varial happens in here. I suppose it would be pretty big to handle a whole world worth of business. Huh. Two fishmongers get to visit Zalora's castle. Who'd have thunk it, Kyle? <laughs> Is that special? For common folk like us, you better believe it. 
All right, enough gabbing at the steps. Let's take Jeannie inside. State your business. Kyle Gerhard and his wife Mavis, the shark catcher. We brought a traveler from Earth. A traveler? Is that you, miss? Uh, yes, I think so. Hmm. Strange clothes, strange way of talking. Odd hair, too. You certainly aren't from Varial. What's wrong with my hair? Nothing, nothing. It's it's just... Uh, no, no one in Varial understands what's going on with it. Why do you wear it up like that, anyway? It's a common style, and quite fashionable. <clears throat> I need to summon someone. Don't move. I feel like I'm in trouble. It's fine, Jeannie. I'm sure there's some big to do when a traveler comes in. You can go in. We in the hall and someone will see to you. The other two are welcome to explore the grounds, but you may not enter the castle. I have to go on my own? But they're the only people here I know. I'm sorry, miss. Not just anyone can be admitted into Zlora's castle. Travelers are a special case. You'll need to say your goodbyes here at the gates. I don't know what to say. Thank you both for your help. It's been lovely becoming friends. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Jeannie. And don't be scared. Valoris Castle is the safest place in all of Varial. They'll take care of you. Take care, Jeannie. Best of luck. If you would follow me, miss. You're welcome to explore the Grand Hall. Someone will see to you shortly. Aren't you afraid I'll go through a door? <laughs> They're all magically sealed. You can't use magic. Hmm. No, I can't. Mm-hmm. Good luck, miss. And so, Jeannie's finished the first part of her journey into Varial. Of course, we all know that there are many, many more journeys and adventures yet to come. For now, Jeannie waited alone in the Grand Hall of Zalora's Castle. What happened after this? You'll find out soon enough. Thank you all for listening to the first episode of Varial. If you'd like to hear more, please visit heyitsjally.com to subscribe to the podcast feed or the YouTube channel. Since this is our first episode, we're celebrating it by making part two available right away. Welcome to Varial, everyone. Enjoy your stay. Recently, we were introduced to the world of Varial, and it's all thanks to Jeannie McClellan, who stepped through a portal and found herself meeting with some of the rulers of Varial. Then we found out that travelers from Earth are dying, and Jeannie might be in danger. We'll start this episode by traveling southeast of Ordria to Athery, the place in Varial where they say natural magic springs from. In the north of Athery lies the Everpond, a place protected by the naturalist of Varial, they control every portal and magical travel in the world. 
Now, the upper pond is protected by magical wards and naturalist familiars. It's pretty rare that someone can get close to it unless the Atharians themselves make an exception. But sometimes, someone manages to breach the protective measures the naturalists have put up. This morning happened to be one of those days, and the fairies are not happy. You will stay here until Leafwing arrives. Then maybe you'll say something, elf. <laughs> An elven spy? I wouldn't believe it until I saw it with my own eyes. What in the forests are you doing here in the Everpond? Uh, there's no use, Lady Leafwing. He won't speak. Oh, yes, he will. We could play a little game or three until he talks. Why don't you leave he and I alone for a little while? I'm sure we'll have plenty of fun. I enjoy yourself, lady. Now, my elven spy. Do you like games of a magical nature? I do. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Fairies are not known for being nice. I'm not sure if the spy lady Kira sent is going to return to Ordria in one piece, or at all. I think I think we should just leave this one alone, let Leafwing have her fun, and we'll move on. Because it looks like David and Ulrich are meeting in David's chambers at Zalora's castle. Ah, Ulrich. You're late. Late? You asked me to be here five minutes ago. And I expected you here then. Why don't you sit down? No, no, stay standing. It will be better. <clears throat> David, what do you want? I want to show you proof. A scholar's docket? Why are you giving me a scholar's docket? Read it, Ulrich. It's documents of every traveler to come from Earth in recent years and how they died. Every single traveler known to use magic has died with one thing in common. Traditional magic. Every one of them. Even the ones who had accidents. All deaths caused by traditional magic. All within days of Kira seeing Leafwing. Mm. For once you were telling the truth. Everpon was breached this morning. <laughs> Wasn't me. I didn't do it. No, you didn't. It was an elf they caught. So, I told the truth twice in one day. David, if you're even half right, we need to take that traveler from Lady Kiara before she dies, too. Lady Kiara told me yesterday that she sensed magic in the woman. Of course she did. I could sense it the moment I met her. Amazing, isn't it? Someone having magic awaken so quickly? I haven't seen anyone do that since... me. Well, that worries me. <laughs> Maybe it should... Regardless, I'll invite our lovely guest to my chambers for dinner and make sure we both explain to her why she needs to stay near us. Now, I know you're going to hate my suggestion, but I could keep her at Kairos. No! Not a chance! One of my citizens doesn't need to live in your machine of a city! But it's safer than Brewery Port, especially with the war ongoing. I'm not trying to steal your citizens, Ulrich. I don't know what you're trying to do, but... Maybe. Wonderful. I said maybe! 
Hmm. Well, while David and Ulrich both tried to get Jeannie away from Lady Kira, the Lady Leafwing wanted to lay eyes on Jeannie herself. You see, Leafwing is probably one of the most accomplished mages in all of Varial. She uses nothing but traditional magic. In fact, technomancy is outlawed in Athery, and the fairies don't even like mention of the word. The moment Leafwing found out about Kira's spy, she began to wonder why Kira continued to send them to the Everpond. It wasn't very long ago that Kira told Leafwing she was going to stop, so she was pretty surprised to see yet another spy in the Everpond. Well, once Leafwing found out that a new traveler from Earth had arrived, she thought she might have a clue as to what's going on. So, before she meets Jeannie, she invited Kira to Athery. Thank you for coming, Kira. We have so much to talk about. I got you a present. A present? You didn't have to. Thank you, Leafwing. Here, the head of your spy. His ears are still intact. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to be sick. Kira, we're friends, aren't we? Why don't you tell me why you sent a spy to the Everpond? Again. You could just ask me for whatever you need. But you had to do this instead. Then the very next day... I hear about a new traveler from Earth. Now, we should sit down and talk about this while I play with my new toy. Leafwing, is that doll? I am going to be sick. What? It was just his arms and legs used to make it. But it's away, Leafwing, and maybe we'll talk. Maybe? Oh, I think more than maybe, Kira. I'm getting tired of my naturalist fighting with your spies. I'd expect this from Ulrich or David, not you. Leafwing, you know why I'm doing this. I told you I would do it by force if I must. Earth's portals must be closed until they can be fixed. That's not your choice. It's Varial's. Bring it up at the next Council of Rulers, and we'll come to a decision. A decision? David will never agree to it. Ulrich will agree to it only because Thora and Lute will be against it. And you won't agree either. You're right. I won't. I don't see why we need to close portals from Earth. They rarely open, and half the time when they do open, no one comes through. You have to get over this, Kira. Get over it? I can't simply get over it. You didn't see what I saw, Leafwing. You didn't feel what I felt. I cannot just let this go. The portals must be closed until they are fixed. Somehow, I think there's more to it than this little... accident from a few sun turns back. What is it? David? It's probably David. We all hate David. We just... <sighs> Deal with him. You're right. I don't want to see another David Caseda come to Varial. <sighs> Leafwing, please. The portals have to be closed. No. Alright. There is more. But I will not tell you about it unguarded. Ward your home. Cut off all of the outside. Then we will speak openly. Ooh, 
secrets. I love secrets. All right, I'll cover the house. Help me with the spells. Leafwing and Kira spent hours in Leafwing's room talking. Whatever Kira's reasoning was, Leafwing didn't seem to agree. Or maybe she did. Well, sometimes you can't tell with fairies. Kira left seeming really upset and returned to Ordria immediately. Once she arrived back, she called for an emergency council of rulers. The problem with this is, Varial has six rulers, and getting them all to agree on one thing is difficult, especially when two lands are at war. While Kira is busy waiting for Thor and Loot to hopefully arrive at Solaris Castle, David and Ulrich are meeting with Genie. Mmm, Genie! Welcome to my home away from Kairos. Won't you come in? Thank you for inviting me, sir. I told you. Call me David. We're all friends here. You'll have to excuse me if I forget. I wasn't raised to be so familiar right away. <laughs> genie, genie, genie. Don't worry. Soon enough, all of those ridiculous rules of etiquette you learned in your time on Earth will go right out the window. Varial is so much more friendly to women. I'm sorry? <laughs> Never mind. Oh, yes. You remember Ulrich, don't you? I do. It's good to see you again. Hi again. Let's just sit down and get this over with. Uh, we aren't having dinner? We are. Ulrich doesn't understand that sometimes it's good to have a nice meal before discussing business. It softens the blow a little. Now, why don't you sit down at the table and we'll have a polite dinner conversation before the unpleasant parts. Once again, I find myself saying that I don't like how this is starting. I think I'd rather just start talking about this over dinner. David didn't like it, but Ulrich got his way because he just opened his mouth during dinner and the whole story poured out to Jeannie. I don't understand. You think Lady Kira is trying to kill me? Yeah, I kind of do. So does David. Because she thinks I have magic? You'll both have to excuse me for saying this, but I think this is all a little ridiculous. Hmm. You don't believe in your own magic yet, do you? With all due respect, it's a little too fairy tale for me to really believe. But you've seen magic used already. Yes, and sometimes I don't believe my own eyes. Look, Jeannie. I don't have a bit of magic in my bones, but I can tell you that it's real. As real as we're here right now. I've spent my whole life around magic. It's just normal here in Varial. If someone as powerful as Kiara thinks your magic is awakening, then it is. He's right. Think about something for a moment, Genie. Are you seeing things that might be strange to you? Hearing things? Feeling anything different? Besides being here? I mean, I suppose I am, yes. Good. What is it you see, hear, or feel? I need to know. The trees outside. They're beautiful. They're so green. It's a brighter green than I have ever seen. They're almost alive. I feel like they're trying to talk to me. This sounds silly to admit. I feel like I belong in an asylum saying any of it. <laughs> talking to trees. 
In Varial, we call that a naturalist. Pretty common. Is there more? Yes. I see things around people like you and Lady Kira. There's a glow around you both, full of lovely colors. David, I don't know much about magic, but I do know she's seeing traditional magic and nature magic at once. You are correct, my unmagical friend. Are you telling me that I can see magic? Yeah. It's alright, Jeannie. It's perfectly normal. We can all see magic once it starts to awaken in us. It goes away after a while. At least we know magic is awakening in her. Kiara was right, and so were you. Now what do we do? Do we have any clue why Kira may be killing travelers to use magic, or why she wants to close Earth's portals? Did I do something wrong coming here? <laughs> I think you've done everything right, Genie. Someone else is in the wrong. <laughs> For once, it's not David! <laughs> <sighs> I think you should come to Karos with me. You'll be safe there. I don't like the idea, but David might be right. You'll be safer there than Port. We're a little light on magical protection at the moment. Where is Karos? It's the capital of Espacor, the land that I rule. My technomancers will keep you safe from harm, and cloaked if need be. What do you think I should do, Ulrich? Huh? Don't look at me for answers, Genie. You have to make your own choice. I don't know what the right choice is. <sighs> Go with David because he'll be better at protecting you. Did I actually just say that? <laughs> we'll prepare to leave soon. I'll give you the grand tour myself. Just wait until you see all of the technomagical marvels we've created. Your outdated head will be swimming. I wish I could just stay here a little while longer and try to figure things out. Yes? Sirs, Lady Kira would like to see you and Ulrich the Warden in two days' time. She has called for a council. Thank you. A council? I'm at war with Stench Priya! It doesn't matter what we talk about! Thora and Loot are gonna say the opposite anyway! I don't think it's gonna matter, Ulrich. She's trying to close the portals to Earth again. Oh, shite. Not this again. The centaurs may have arrived already, and this certainly puts a damper on leaving for Espacor immediately. Why don't we take a leisurely stroll around the castle, Ulrich? Let's see if the centaurs or Lady Kira are about. Genie, I'd advise caution in roaming too far. In fact, I'll post a guard to go with you. I don't have a choice in any of this, do I? <laughs> no. You don't. There is no denying David Caseta is a bit of a jerk. And there is no denying Kira is definitely up to something. But now that Leafwing is in the mix, David and Ulrich are going to have some trouble. Leafwing and David hate each other. Plus, the Ordrians and the Atherians have always gotten along well. Well, except for that one war, but that happened a few centuries ago and nobody really thinks about it anymore. Oh well, that's all the time that we have for today. We'll see you guys next time. 
Thank you all for listening to and coming to visit Varial. If you'd like to hear more, you can visit heyitsjally.com or varialrpg.com to subscribe to the podcast feed or the YouTube channel. We'll see you next episode. And that's this week's show. But first, the administrative pieces. If you're subscribed to the Mutual Audio Network main feed, please add a rating to your Apple podcast feed if that's where you are, or indeed in other places. Remember, every review lets others know how to find the Sonic Society and how they can get involved in the Mutual Audio Network. You can also contact us through our email at sonicsociety at gmail.com and let us know how we're doing. Or you can just connect through the Facebook groups, including Electric Vicuna, Sonic Society, or the Audio Drama Radio Drama Lovers group. Add us on Twitter, at Sonic Society, or at Astro Tour 2010, or now, at Audio Mutual. That's right. And there's also an Audio uh, Mutual, or a Mutual Audio Network, and a Mutual Audio Network fans page as well on Facebook. We're everywhere. So thank you, David. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) And speaking of some of the Mutual Audio news, I just want to let folks know that the mini-casts are up. A lot of people have been asking, you know, because the main feed is huge, meant to be huge, so that we can curate that stuff in the future. Mm -hmm. But uh, some people are just interested in a few few different kinds of shows maybe you like horror i know david likes horror it's true and yes, I, uh, I certainly am i'm partial to the sci-fi day so if you like the horror it's tuesday's terrors and the sci-fi ones for me are wednesday wonders as well as there's thursday thrillers for sort of detective mystery and adventure shows and of course john bell and the incredible w Ralph walters and wesley clifford sort of own friday nights right now with <laughs> the friday follies comedy past i I have to tell you that I just might be able to do a live Google Hangout with W. Ralph Walters and a couple of other people who were Ooh. in the cast of the original Zombie Astronaut Frequency of Fear. They approached me and said they'd be willing to sort of do an Ask Me Anything kind of thing about the series. So I said, wow. let's, let's move that ahead a month or so. Let's get people subscribed to the mini cast. But so much fun. What a great show. Of course, Saturday Story Circles is strictly kid stuff. And I love having a mini cast for that. <laughs> so parents who are concerned about adult rated audio drama, you can always subscribe directly just to the Saturday Story Circle. And it's all rated G stuff. Lots of fun things for kids and families alike. Reminds me of when I was a kid and I watched cartoons on Saturday morning. Did you have Saturday morning cartoons when you were growing up? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Saturday morning and Sunday morning cartoons. Yes. Yep, definitely. Oh, okay. Wasn't Although when me. I was a kid, I was listening to The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I didn't know what some <laughs> of the things were all about, but... I listened to it. Yes. And I'm, I, I'm not that damaged. I still remember. I was in high school when The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy came out. I was listening to it waking up in the morning because they were replaying it on CBC mm. first thing in the morning. And I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> Whatever it is, it's awesome. And I wanted to hear more and more of it too. <laughs> True. Also, we have Sunday, of course, where we are right now is Sunday Showcase. So every new show that you ever hear from the Mutual Audio Group, you will get first on Sunday before they move to their very groups. Sonic Society eventually moves to Monday matinee along with other live shows, classic shows, old-time radio recreations, all part of the Monday matinee performance and mini-feed. So really awesome great stuff in the mini-casts. And I just found out that the mini-casts Apple Podcasts, or rather the old iTunes, are all subscribed and we're looking for a bunch of other different uh, aggregators to pull them in very soon. And I'll have all those links up on the Sonic Society webpage for people 
to see if you're interested. Mm. A couple other bits. Rich Froelich from Texas Radio Theater has jumped in with both feet as a member, a full member of our United Artists at Mutual Audio Network. And he's going to be bringing with him a lot of the great shows that they do at Texas Radio. Lots of comedies, lots of kids stuff, lots of live shows. So I think he's got three nights he's going to be dominating for certain, if not some others. And he's also going to be bringing schlock audio with him, (laughs) which is going to be great. The old-fashioned B-graded or C-graded movies that were put down and done in audio format <laughs> by Charlie. I can't remember Charlie's last name, but Life of Save Me, but he was he was amazing. I'll have to check and see. So that's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun. That's stuff that's coming up. And speaking of other things coming up, I just got the go-ahead for Dr. Floyd. So Dr. Floyd will be showing up on Saturday morning cartoons, which will be fantastic for a lot of people who've never heard the radio adventures of Dr. Floyd. And we just started this last Wednesday. Jabberwocky Audio has provided us with Rogue Tiger, one of their great sci-fis. Jabberwocky is one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And just the other day, I just heard from Cornucopia Radio and they're interested in putting stuff on. And Mark Slade sent me two more different series that he's been working on. Brilliant. So we have so much content. It's coming out of our ears. And so we're not going to be running out soon. I'm hoping you're going to get a hold of Rude Alchemy and ask them if they can join us on our Friday jaunts. I think they'd be amazing. Oh, Rude Alchemy is, is a wonderful, wonderful show. To me, yeah. They're one of the most under rated comedy podcasts that are mm-hmm. out there. Uh, I hear lots of people talk about various different comedy podcasts yeah. and nothing against them. They're really funny. I found very little. I think you and I've talked about this before. I found very little funnier than Rude Alchemy. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And uh, actually, I, I've, <laughs> that's just our I've discovered a new one uh, recently. I've been I've been mentioning oh. it on Twitter. But the Unseen Hour. If you oh yes, if you know the Goon Show, <laughs> then. It's a very similar style to that. It's absolute it's madness. I a- love absolute it. madness, but a w- <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, and uh, it's a sort of sci-fi slash thriller slash goon show slash many things. <laughs> oh wow! So it's, well, it's wonderful. And see if we can at least get them on the Sonic Society. Yeah, that I would will, be wonderful. I, I will uh, see if I can get in touch with them. That would it's, be great. Uh, they're, they're, that's I've been very much enjoying what I've listened to of theirs so far. Oh, wonderful! Now I've have made missteps along the way uh i i've made some mistakes in places like reddit and stuff like that but i i am i'm improving that's the thing is like when you come up with something new think about the first shows you ever did and the first shows of the sonic society there was a bunch of you know it felt like you were using tin cans and and string at times (laughs) (laughs) just to try to get things done so i really appreciate people being a little more forgiving for the releases and and for my social media missteps in various different places like Reddit. I will endeavor to do my very best to facilitate the best ways to be able to get the word out, but I do Mm. want to get the word out. Speaking of getting the word out, there's just so much. I'm sorry if I'm taking up all the oxygen here, David. (laughs) Um, That's quite all right, Jack. (laughs) I just got connected, and I haven't announced this publicly before, but the NCRA, which is the National Community Radio Association here in Canada, they connect all the community radio stations including our mother station ckdu as well as all the radio stations that are from local communities and universities and campus radio stations across canada where we have most of our affiliate stations like 10 to 15 affiliate stations they have asked me to speak at their national gathering their national conference that will be happening in june at Ryerson uh, College. So I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. They want me to talk about MadCon, and they want me to talk about audio drama. And so I am just 
really pumped. If anybody has any suggestions about what I should say, <laughs> I'm always interested in people's thoughts back and forth. But the fact is, these people, there's going to be over 300 people there, and many of them will be coming to MadCon. So we have all these radio station people desperately looking for audio drama content how to make it how to produce it how to be able to distribute it and they're all coming to the first modern audio drama convention which is happening next year in july at mad-con.com that's mad-con.com please go get your tickets right now is the best time to get them there we, we still have some left of course because it's a year to go the best time to go and get it there's going to be a ton of people there including a certain mr dave David Alts. What? Who? What's going to be showing up? (laughs) He's going to be the master of ceremonies that night or that weekend, I should say. (laughs) And then Tanya Malevich, the Sonic Echo guys, the Lothar Tuppen and Jeffrey Billard. Many of the mutual audio, John Bell is going to be there. We actually are going to have a full afternoon and an evening with a live, beautiful theater that seats at least 300 people for live radio drama performances. Ellie Matlin is planning to be there. Owen McEwen is planning. Mm. Uh, the list keeps going on and on and on. I don't want to bore people with it. But the <laughs> truth of the matter is, is that anybody who is anybody, that's the place to go. I, a little bird in my ear said that Jerry Robbins might show up, which is really exciting. Ooh. He was interested in coming so that would be very cool to have a colonial radio theater there Mm -hmm. as well so tons and tons of fun at madcon make sure you go buy your tickets now set your place in history this is the very first and only modern audio drama only entirely Mm -hmm. modern audio drama convention in the world and it's happening here in halifax nova scotia great time Mm -hmm. lastly i know we're running out of time here but lastly uh we at mutual audio have (laughs) just been sparked to do stuff so i've been able to find finish my market crash a wavefront show which i've been stuck on the script side we've got all as they say uh primary audio shot (laughs) (laughs) or recorded i keep thinking of film recorded i have one more actor who's just got one scene or two scenes that i'm gonna have him record this thursday and then i begin the rough editing and hand that off to rich froelich who's going to put it all together gonna be a really exciting audio drama that's Mm -hmm. called market crash expect that in the next couple of weeks and we're all also recording the first couple of episodes of Wingman. So that'll be a lot of fun. That's a new superhero based in the 1940s, late 30s, early 40s. And that will be a great time. So lots of new stuff coming from mutual from me specifically but not from there's from other people as well there's some great fantastic jack and it's all everyone coming to be part of it and everyone listening as well so thank you everyone as i hope you are currently subscribed to the feed thank you very much and as i said before do please leave us a review yes and uh, help get audio drama out there to everyone else absolutely now is there anything you'd like to to tell people about that's up and coming in the next little while that david alt's going to be involved well yes actually uh on the 11th and 12th of May. So in a couple of weeks time at the Magnet in Sheffield there will be Horrorcon and as a part of that I will be on stage doing a couple of short horror stories. So if you want to come along, see us, uh, meet various people of the cast and crew of the No Sleep podcast as well as have a generally very thrilling and scary weekend then that's in Sheffield 11th and 12th of May Horrorcon UK otherwise known as Something Wicked I think is, is this year's 
title for it. So <laughs> do come along to that. That sounds fantastic. Oh, and I'd be remiss if Ellie Matlin was listening to this. She mentions that also in May, Wild Claw Theater, which she's involved in, looks for submissions for live radio drama in the horror genre as well. So if you're a writer, <laughs> sharpen up those pens and get something off to Wild Claw Theater. They would love it. Wild Claw Theater is absolutely wonderful. Uh, they are. It really is. I saw them. They opened for us in Chicago and they were brilliant. It was such a joy to watch them. And we're expecting some of them as well at MadCon. So it's going to be excellent. I'm so thrilled. I can't wait. It's like one of those things like I don't wish away my life, but 2020 sometimes can't come early enough. You know, I'm just so excited to meet everybody again face to face. That's awesome. Well, that's all the time we have today to talk about the cool stuff, both in Mutual and David's and mine life. Until next Sunday morning. When we meet again, getting used to that. I'm Jack Ward. (laughs) Yes, and I'm David Also, Good day. Have a great day. Wow, it just seems weird not saying good (laughs) night. Yes, it does indeed. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hey everyone, it's Mark from Leap Audio. I'm here to tell you about something really exciting. July 24 through 26 of 2020, Halifax, Nova Scotia, we are gathering together in the world's first international modern audio drama convention and family reunion. Inspired in part by the living, loving memory of our dear friend Bill Hallweg, we're bringing together writers, producers, actors, and our fans for workshops, seminars, and even live performances. So join us, won't you? Go to madcon.com. That's www.mad-con.com for more information. I hope to see you in Halifax in 2020. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining 24-7.